had to initiate everything. She said, I love you. And in my head, I was like, how boss would this be if I got some ass while Rent is playing? I finally can't stall anymore. <laughs> There's nothing else for me to do to be ready. Losing one's virginity is a seemingly defining moment in life when someone has sex for the first time, marking a transition into perceived adulthood. References to virginity are everywhere, and the message in the media tends to be, it's good to be a virgin, but not for too long. In listening to this podcast, you will hear how all different kinds of people lose their virginity. We will talk to people who waited and people who didn't, people who were young and people who were old, people who are heterosexual and people who are homosexual, and honestly, anyone willing to tell their story. Every episode will be different, following each person's experience from how they learned about sex to how their views on sex have changed since that very first time. This is V-Card, the Virginity Podcast. It was a very weird time because I was realizing that I could start getting girls just by making them laugh. In today's episode, we will hear from the man in that clip who cut his first time short after remembering a warning from his mom. We will get to know him and how he juggled being both a nerd and a bad boy in high school. This is his story. How old were you when you lost your virginity? 16. Tell me what you were like when you were 16. I was, 16 was the year I was changing into someone I really wasn't. Like I was trying to fit in. So that's when I was like, started working out all the time. I mean, not that working out's bad, but I got really bulky and was taking like creatine and like just trying to get really solid. Who were you trying to fit in with? Uh, I was, so I've always been in the middle and hung out with like, this is going to sound stereotypical, but black people and white people, but 16 is when I started wearing like t-shirts that were a lot bigger than me and started sagging my pants and got into fights in school and just like was trying to be a little bit more bad boyish. How did it work? It worked. I was dating a cheerleader at the time. So okay, that was like a step up. What kind of girls did you date before or did you date before? Uh, I dated a little bit, but it was just like, hey, this person has a crush on you. Like I wasn't going like after the girl. It was just like, we're both kind of nerdy and like each other. And uh, So you were nerdy. Yeah, I was, I was particularly nerdy, yes. What kind of things did you do when you were a nerd that you didn't do after you became a bad boy? I mean, I still did them. I just didn't advertise them. Like, oh, I, I built my own computer. Final Fantasy for my nerds out there. Like, I would give myself my own difficulty in Final Fantasy. So it was like, it, let's say I would drive with one hand behind my back, video game-wise, to make it more difficult. Okay, so you do that secretly and then go out <laughs> into your high school and put on a hard front for everybody. Oh, yeah. And that resulted in you dating a cheerleader. Yes, I had an afro at the time, too. So tell me a little bit about the cheerleader you were dating. <laughs> um, she was, uh, she loved attention. But she didn't go to my school. She went to a different school, which I preferred. But, yeah, she loved attention. She was, uh, she could flip, like, just, like, cheerleader who bought into all the societal norms of a cheerleader 
Yeah. How did you meet her if she went to a different school? At work at Food Line. Okay, so you were also working at Food Line. Yes, I was working at Food Line. Did she also work there? She did. She was a, she was at the cash register, and I used to make her giggle all the time. So you had like a work buddy kind of relationship. Yeah. And how did you did you decide to start dating her? What like how did that all unfold? Uh, so she had a cheerleading competition in Charlotte, and I found out this afterwards. But she invited someone, and they didn't. They were like, "No, I'm not driving all the way to Charlotte. I live in Salisbury, so it was like a 45 minute drive." And so I went. Just I showed up and went, and I yeah, she just invited me, and I showed up. And then you started dating. Yes, uh, pretty much. Like we went. She asked me out on a date after that. I guess it was special to her that I showed up. It was a little much because her parents were there, and it was like, hey, I'm this guy at work. So it was just like we skipped a bunch of steps at that point. Did you know her parents were going to be there? No, not at all. How did you get along with them? <laughs> uh, they took me to Zaxby's. So they must have liked you at least a little bit. I think so. Because I, I, I had a good dating resume. Like, like if, if, if in at 16 you were to meet me and you were a parent, like, you'd be like, you know what? My daughter's gonna date. If I, the guy who's really nerdy who builds his own computer, I'm okay with that. So when you showed up, you, you weren't putting on this, like, hard front with saggy pants that, like, parents oh, tend to. I know, how to. I know how to play the game now. Oh, okay. Yeah. So I was like, oh, yeah, I'm in, like, academically gifted classes. Gotta somehow mention my GPA in there and... Okay, yeah. so you didn't advertise your nerdiness <laughs> to your friends, but you did when it became to, to your advantage. Yeah, well, like, I was playing both sides of the field, so I could hang out with my friends in one point. Uh, at, at So the way my high school is set up is they set you up to get a certification or the college path, or you can do a hybrid of both. So I did a hybrid of both. And so I had my friends that were, like, in the college courses, um that I was always hanging out with, but then like in the other classes, I could hang out with those people and play that front. So I was playing uh, both sides of the field a little bit. And what did she think about that? I mean, she didn't know, because she didn't go to my high school. What side of you did she know? I would say a little bit of both. So just like the hybrid. Okay. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, she, she knew a little bit of both, uh, but I always made her giggle. So at my root, I was always class clown. So when you guys were together, what kind of things did you do together? Uh, her stuff. <laughs> so uh, go to football games, go visit her at Sonic, because she started working at Sonic because she got fired from Food Line. Basically, it was me doing a lot of visiting of her and doing her thing. Uh, going over to her place, because uh, her dad liked me, so I fixed his computer. So had you thought about having sex before you met her? Yes. <laughs> Every day. Uh, well, because in my high school, I was late. Like, I was one of the late, like, on the scale of people who lost their virginity, I was late. What was it like at your high school? Like, how old were they? I remember people in eighth grade. So this was my junior year that I lost it. I remember people in eighth grade talking about losing their virginities. And I remember my freshman year, one of my really closest friends, like, lost his. And I just remember feeling, like, so inadequate because I still had this card. So you felt pressure to have sex, like it, it meant something to you? Yes, just because of peer pressure. Like, other than that, not really. You wanted, it was part of this like front, this thing you needed people to think about you. Yeah, you ha yeah I, had to, I had to have sex with someone. So 
So, had you tried to have sex with someone before you were dating this girl? No, I was like that person who, if I went to the movie, I was afraid to hold your hand. Like, uh, so one girl I was dating in ninth grade literally was like, you have not kissed me. Like, what is going on? You don't call me baby. You don't kiss me. None of that. What'd you say? I kissed her, but it was only because her sister was, we were at the YMCA. That's where I had my first kiss. And her her sister was like, you need to go kiss her right now. Like, so I was like, I, I, I guess so. Was it a good kiss? No, not at all. Not at all. So fast forward, now you're with the cheerleader. Yes. Um, have you gained any confidence since that first kiss? I mean, yeah. Since you started working out? And... Yeah. I mean, a little bit because I kissing, I was like, it's just something you do. You're supposed to do it because you're dating. So you're kissing the cheerleader. Yeah. Had she had sex before? Yes. And she knew you were a virgin? Yes. Was it important to her that you have sex with her? Did you guys talk about it? We talked about it a couple of times. But she she'd always said like her other boyfriend, so she had had sex with two people. She's like it only became about that, and so she felt guilty. So it was like something like me not making her feel pressured. She liked that, but in my head, I was like, I really want to have sex. Like, but I never said it. So take me through the events like leading up to losing your virginity. So for the winter, I went on this like winter retreat for like the nations, like it was called like nations leaders or something. And, and they went to Washington DC. And this is all like, this may seem like a big deal, but I was just myself there. Like I was like, I'm gonna go there and just be nerdy. And like, and I met this girl there and MySpace was popular at the time. So MySpace and all this pop, we kept popping up in pictures together. Um, and so when we got, she kept calling me about this girl. And then when we got back, she's just like, I want to have sex with you. I don't know, like. So you don't know if it was related. I don't know if it was related. I am pretty sure it was related because this girl kept commenting and stuff. So you come home and she yeah. wants to have sex with you. Yes. Is it like, do you guys make a big to-do of it or where, no. where were you when <laughs> I was in, I was about two minutes up the street from my house. So I live in like a um, farm area. So I live out on the outskirts of town. There's not a lot of stuff. It's like houses. Like I have a huge backyard just because stuff is cheap and there's not a lot of people there. So it was just in a vacant acre that they had just cut down the trees. And so they had this spot where like all the heavy machinery was at that they had like actually dug up the roots so you could park your car there. It was very romantic. You think so? <laughs> no, not at all. Did a lot of kids go there to have sex and make out and stuff? No. It was because, it, so I live in the outskirts of town, so basically not a lot of people lived. So if I wanted to go to a friend's house, I had to travel like 20 or 30 minutes. Mm. So it was like my spot. And so you just knew about it because it was near where you lived? Yeah, I knew about it because it, uh, yeah, it was near where I lived, yeah. And so you take her there? Yeah, because we had been there to make out a few times, so... And I wasn't thinking that we were going to have sex because it just wasn't. It was a very weird time because I was realizing that I could start getting girls just by making them laugh. So it was just like a weird month. Like, Tell me more about that. I alluded to earlier, but she got fired from Food Line. And there was this other girl who was working at Food Line who had asked me out. And I was just like joking. It, 16 is when I discovered you could get girls by making them laugh and being a nice guy. Mm -hmm. Um, so 
I wasn't as into the relationship, but I didn't know how to say that because I had been whipped before. So like, you be here, this is what we're doing, and all that. When you were younger. Yeah, I mean, this is all in a. You know how high school time works. It's yeah, like, that's yeah. So like, all in the span of a year, I had that like realization. When you actually had sex. Yes. So she'd already done it before. Yes. Was she teaching you about it, or like, what kind of expectations did you bring to the table? I brought zero expectations. Basically, we were making out. And, like, I was like, oh, this is going to happen, and I don't know what it is. Like, if you want to take a first time having sex, other than, like, a pre-ejaculation, everything that could happen wrong happened wrong. Like, couldn't get it in there. Like, just... Had no idea what was going on. I had no idea what was I was like, how does this work? So, how did you learn about sex for that growing up? Sex ed, your parents... Oh, we don't talk about that. So you didn't know anything. Well, like all I knew is that you don't have you you don't want to have a baby from sex because I'm one of five children. My mom had us very early, so her whole preaching about sex was don't get nobody pregnant. Like that's basically all she would say. Do what you want, don't get nobody pregnant. Did she tell you how to do that? No, she just said don't get nobody pregnant. So did you take it upon yourself to learn about safe sex? No. Or you just. Well, like, other than, like, sex ed and stuff. How was sex ed at your school? Was it impactful on you at all? No. It was, don't get anybody pregnant. STDs exist. And that was it. So, so from, like, watching pornographic material, I thought you stick it in, you thrust, and she is thoroughly satisfied from you thrusting, and you you roll over and you fall asleep. It's not like that. (laughs) It is not like that at all. But that is what I thought. I was like, that's what you're supposed to do. Did you use a condom? No, not. But the thing is, it was only like, I stuck it in and it was like, I heard my mom's voice in the back of my head. So, like, it was like maybe 30 seconds and I was like, let's stop and make this happen later on. Because you heard your mom, what was she saying? Don't get nobody pregnant. Like, I just, like, when I tell you that that's what my mom used to preach every Saturday morning at, you don't want kids before you're ready. So your first time, you cut it short. I cut it short. hearing a warning from your mom in your head. Exactly. Like, you can, yeah, basically. How did that go? How did, what was that conversation like? It was very awkward because I think she was a little bit offended. Just like, I guess she wasn't. I don't want to speak from her perspective, but she was a little bit offended and kept on asking, like, so was that a big deal? Was that, like, really your first time? Like, I remember that question coming up over and over and over again. Did you think it was a big deal? Honestly, no. Like, I really didn't. And it was like, this is what I've waited for for a long time. Did you tell any of your friends? Of you said you thought you were behind, so, like, did you go, like, put up a billboard? What I will say is that... I stopped lying to them. So you'd already told them that you'd had sex way before you did. Yeah, so basically I stopped lying at that point. How early did you tell your friends you were having sex? It was inferred a lot. So it was like, I never actually said like, hey, so-and-so had sex. Like, oh yeah, we went back in her room and got things got hot and heavy and stuff. But I never legitly said that we had sex, but I never denied it either. Did you have any close friends that knew the truth? No. I think I had, I think there's one dude who knew, but he never like called me out. Thanks, Michael Klutz. So after it happened, yeah. did anything change? Yes. Like okay. our relationship, I would say about a month after having sex with her, our 
relationship definitely shifted because she used to do this this thing where she would get very upset over something little and then hang up the phone and I would immediately call her back. It was just like her power play mm-hmm. and I stopped calling her back. Like it was just like, I'm not. So for example, like just give you an example of like something she got upset about that like ultimately ended up us ended up us ending is like because we went to do two different schools there were two different proms and so when we went to her prom first i was like you got your friends this is your first prom dance with whoever like i'm not going to get upset not like i don't care about that uh but when we went to my prom it was just like every time i would like talk to someone like people i went to school with forever like I can't believe you're talking to her like just those like type of power plays so you guys broke up about a month after the first time you had sex things changed so like like that's when I was like I'm not dealing with you hanging up on me all the time like let's do some stuff I like yeah and so she was on board with that no no it was just like a push play uh we were pushing against each other and then slowly she started coming around but she didn't like it so she would do our stuff in a bad ad- with a bad attitude, oh. like my stuff with a bad attitude. So how long did you end up staying together? Two months, and then I just ended things. She was like, she, oh, she would always d- say something like, if you don't want to do this, then we can just break up. And one day she said it, and I was like, cool, like, fine. You can have what you want. Yeah, like, we're, we're, we're broken up. Because I always be like, oh, no, 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 let's not break up, let's not break up. I was like, okay, good, like, I was waiting for you to say that line again. Find the time to move on. Yeah. Did you guys keep having sex? Oh, yeah, yeah. We were having sex during that two months, yeah. Like, pretty regularly? Uh, like, regularly for high school students. You know, you had to sneak, parents leave. How, after that, has your views on sex changed? Like, how did you approach new women after that relationship ended? So, after that, like I said, I learned that making people laugh and being funny... Like, uh, and being just generally nice can get you a long way. So I took sex off a pedestal. I totally took it off just because I started realizing that people let sex complicate a lot of things. Um, So that was like the first shift, like college, like just having random sex, enjoying it or whatever. Uh, But then I got in a relationship after that. So I think sex is more important now to me. Like, a, a little bit more important. In, like, what ways? Uh, from other people's perspective. So, not my own, but I can see how people think sex is, for, is important. So, I can relate to that now. So, in, high, in college, it was more like, I think everyone should think that sex is unimportant. And so, it's not that I don't think sex is unimportant. I just think that two people can have sex and talk the next day and... Or go to dinner and chill. You're saying, so in college, you thought everyone should think of it your way. Yeah. But as you've gotten older, you've realized, like, it can be important to some people. Yeah. But also, it doesn't have to be important to everybody. Exactly. And I've learned to pick up on the cues if someone is going to take it a lot more serious than I am. What kind of cues are there? When they start asking about, like, what is this? Or, like, if you start asking them, like, hey, is this a one-time thing? And they're, they make a very big deal about y'all having sex for the first time. Like, you just start to pick up on those little cues. 
So you're trying to talk about it. Yeah, a little bit, yeah. Before you get into it. I don't want to hurt anybody, basically. Right. So the last question is, if you had advice for someone who's still a virgin, or even just yourself before you lost your virginity, what kind of advice would you give that person or yourself? There are, there are two ways you can take sex, and I've seen both work. I think that on one end, you can put your 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 sex on a pedestal, wait till you're married, and I have a friend who did that, and him and his wife are good, and they both waited, and they're both each other's first, and I think there's a beauty in that. And uh, it is probably something most people don't get the experience. So if you want to do that, go for it. If that's what you want, go for it. I, I promise you, you'll eventually find your person no matter what. Now, to the 99 other percent of people, enjoy sex. Listen. Uh, you're going to be bad at it at first. Experiment. Getting Asking questions and getting good at it, especially if you're younger, is how you'll get to have more sex. Don't brag. There is this uh, unspoken uh, rule that I learned that the nice guy who is cool, who doesn't brag to his friends, will secretly sometimes have a lot more adventurous sex because people will feel comfortable with you. So don't worry about bragging and just make whoever you're with feel comfortable and you will have an amazing sex life. Thanks for listening to this week's episode of VCard. If you would like to tell your story, send an email to thevirginitypodcast at gmail.com. Tune in next week for a discussion of the Virgin Mary and what virginity might have meant to early Christians. A lot of them have sort of these complex combinations in mind for all the great things about her that made her the ideal woman to be this kind of like vessel for God to come into the world.